Hello everybody, this is Daniel Qureshi. Welcome, welcome to my first ever podcast. So, I have been thinking about my first ever podcast. I haven't done any podcast ever. And since this first one will be the solo one, uh, I was thinking what should I how can I make it more engaging, captivating? rather than making that this just a speech or a manuscript so i thought why not uh, i indulge you into into different in a in a in a topic and uh, ask you a questions also so let me explain it to you further So the way it will work is basically I will give you a topic for my podcast and later on slowly and gradually we will build it from there step by step So I'll give a brief intro about the topic I will raise questions along the way into my talk and when i raise those questions you can form an opinion also if you be, then you can also at the same time you can also listen to my opinions my arguments and you know most i'll, I'll try my best that my opinions my arguments are factually correct and uh, make sense they, that they make sense but uh, yes that is how I'll try to make it more engaging and uh, later on I would like your criticism constructive criti- criticism and some feedback also on how I can improve it and then basically so my first ever for my first ever podcast i was thinking about why not i should go for a topic which is uh, uh, you know i was trying to keep it to a minimum my first talk so the topic that came into my mind is was a generic one uh, you may have heard about it but you have not never uh, thought about it or or you know try to reason with it so the first topic i was thinking about is for this podcast was about international order and uh, in this we will talk about uh, why are international orders important are important why are they formed how are they formed and who are the main actors what do they mean in from international perspective and we will try to then also unravel some conspiracy theories also such as uh, the 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 most infamous one the illuminati new world order 
So we will try to crack that conspiracy theory also. And basically, uh, th this is what we will talk about here. And if you think that, uh, you know, I should talk about something else also and you know how can I include something further then you can also basically you can also add your opinions your comments uh, your feedback your arguments in the in the comment section in the comment section yeah and later on uh, one day hopefully I'll also invite you also in my in my podcast so yeah this is how it will be. Thank you. So, to start with, let's raise a question. What do you think about when you hear the word order with respect to international relations? Uh, well, let me tell you, what do I think about? So, we'll just compare, just think about a government, a country, and in any country there are certain rules, norms, principles that are laid down in a constitution also, and these rules are there to, to protect the country against chaos against anarchy the, the same goes for the international at international level so there we have different countries we have different uh, we have different states nation states and these nation states are considered as citizens then we have uh, different norms principles uh, with respect to international laws and so all these the, the framework which is used to regulate the behavior the engagement between different states is what is an order at international level international order or world order as you may call it so why is international order important one may think well, the answer was in my previous, uh, in my previous answer. <laughs> so it's it's important basically to so you know the countries can engage and regular in engage peacefully in a more decorous and manner uh, with each other. But, the, but another question that comes to, into my mind that why uh, how, who, who decides who and how is it decided that what international order is relevant 
and should be uh, should be applied or should exist well to answer that basically it's a, it's a good question and uh, Henry Kissinger he says in his uh, book a world priesthood that two international orders are you know comprised of uh, through the consensus of different uh, of, uh, of power states of uh, power nations nations that have power or so they are the ones that decide what order should exist so currently for example uh, let's go a few years back so in, in from after 2000 basically the main primal international order that existed was of US which is of liberal liberalization and capitalization and democracy so this is the order that has existed and there are certain framework certain mechanism that facilitate this order such uh, such mechanisms are were basic such mechanisms are basically different world institutions like united nations like world trade organization imf world bank and regional organizations and uh, so on so they basically decide uh, you know so this basically uh, provide a mechanism also at the same time henry kissinger uh, also you know answers another question basically that how can we ensure that the order exists order stays there right so if you has an us has a liberal order in the world then how can they ensure that this order sh shall exist and it isn't threatened so there are few elements to it first is the legitimacy legitimacy is really important so what it means is the major powers in the world the major states such as russia such as china india uh, japan uk they agree with the arrangement international arrangements uh, and they don't threaten the existing order so they have to so every so all the superpowers the major countries major powers have to be on the same page for the order to exist 
Then the second is there should be certain sort certain mechanisms, certain safeguards against uh, against the disruption of the international order. And that can be in the form of you know uh, that can be military, militarily, economic and etc. So the point is international order has uh, there in the since in, in the world there has been several several international orders that have existed and if we go back into the history uh, it'll take us like several minutes to just go over each order but they have been threatened they have been uh, by you know they have been threatened by so other superpowers emerging superpowers so which can turn that into a, a disorder so so the the thing is internet the global order isn't about just narrative of consensus okay it's about narrative of narrative of friction also narrative of disagreement and that this is what an international order is but uh, you know as you go on further uh hadley but i was reading a couple of days ago in his book the anarchical society he basically defines what is a society in international order watch if i mean how do you consider how do you define an international society so he simplifies simplifies it and the way he simplifies this is he says that citizens uh, citizens of the global order are the states so states are the citizens okay and they have a they, they have a the, there is a principle that they are free to act within their own borders and then there is another principle that they should respect and accept the behavior of other states uh, within their own states within their own countries as long as it stays uh, well within the bounds of international law then there are some legal and ethical debates that uh, you know when can a country intervene into an, another country's affairs that's a long huge i mean discussion but there are certain measures and safeguards un is there and all the different all the different organizations in the world are there to ensure the you know protection to ensure that the government or the state doesn't crack down on its citizens or you know so there are certain mechanism framework that ensures humanitarian measures and uh, so how what do you what, what do we 
if we if how do we consider <clears throat> that with respect to Pakistan and the current situation Pakistan basically uh, is a, is in a difficult situation currently one of the reasons is in the in the last few years or you can say decades decade the international order has you know it has changed in ways that there are an emergence of another order which is of china chinese order and because of that pakistan is uh, in a way is in a difficult spot to decide what order should it go for and uh, currently there's a cold war going on between china and america and because of that uh, it's hard for pakistan to basically choose either side uh, one of i mean pakistan can't just uh, go with us in in this in this time because uh, china has been the main uh, the all weather friend of pakistan and have provided significant infrastructural development projects energy projects uh, and investments for pakistan and it has provided all the diplomatic support at international level at crucial equations and considering that china may one day become a, a superpower overtaking the us pakistan can just uh, get into the camp of us at this time but also Pakistan can't uh Pakistan can't afford to side with you with China unilaterally uh the reason is basically US has been a massive financial military intelligence uh, supporter you can say since pakistan's inception and ever since uh there they have been times that pakistan has pakistan and us the relations between them have seen ups and downs but there has been uh pakistan's feel pakistan feels indebted indebted to the us because of its uh various support it has provided over several decades 
and because and another point is it is still a major power uh us so that makes pakistan in uh, that brings pakistan into a tough position but the point is how how can pakistan basically what can pakistan do then well it's a, it's a difficult question that is what our current whole uh, political debate is about there is a one uh, political camp that that sides with the us then there is another that sides that sides with the soviets and the uh, the russia and the china so what pakistan needs to do is uh they need to go for adapt a policy of neutrality and uh, at the same time try to play a vital role in in stabilizing the relationships between us and china and the us needs to be feel safe that emergence of china doesn't mean that us says existence will be threatened so the same goes with china also china shouldn't be felt uh threatened by the by the hegemony of us in the south china sea and uh asian pacific region so it's a long long debate to sum up basically i would say international order is basically just a set of arrangements rules norms principles and there are certain uh powers that can manipulate the order and which can evolve even turn it into a disorder and legitimacy and safeguard mechanism are important for its existence the second uh, i would say is about pakistan and us and china pakistan that makes pakistan uh, since because due to the cold war pakistan needs to opt for the policy of neutrality and seek peaceful relationships based on mutual interests and cooperation rather than siding with the with one country or another so i know this has been i know this is my first talk and because i know this hasn't been really impressive one and that is why i just 
this first talk so I can get some feedback from you and constructive criticism on how can I improve it. And I would really appreciate it if you can, you know, uh, if you can provide some suggestions also at the same time. And I thank you very much for listening to this whole podcast. In you know, in the future, I know I'll try. I'll improve uh, gradually, but in the future, I'm also planning on collaborating with someone else, and we both will be doing a discussion. So it won't feel like a lecture, you know. Also, so we will also prov- uh, you know invite guests also from from the government, from the, from, you know, private sector also, and different other organizations for their valuable insights. And do provide some, you know, guidance on what should be my next talk. And I thank you again. Thank you so much. Bye-bye, guys. Have a good week.